This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 13. Well, we've completed our first year, and things are steady for the podcast. Uh, The website's going strong. Um, three months, or no, I guess four months on its own, uh, split off from Comic Book Daily and AEindex.org. Had, uh, I think this is our biggest month reviews ever. It's interesting when you look at the uh, Artist Edition Index and you look at books that are shipping and you see the ship date come and it changes and it's delayed and it's coming and it's delayed and it's coming. And then we have November hit and six books are released. So fully... Uh, you know, a crazy amount. And this, I think the same thing happened close to the end of last year too where there's a buildup and then suddenly the dam breaks and we get everything. Uh, the focus of the show today is talking about, I've got five reviews up. Uh, this is recorded on November 30th, last day of the month, like always with this podcast. And the Charles Burns Black Hole uh, Fantagraphics Edition uh, came out yesterday. I'm going to the comic shop today to pick it up. I'll have the review up next week, but I mean, I've, I did review five this month. So it's it was a pretty much a banner month for reviews. Let's take a look at shipping changes, our favorite topic uh, for artist editions. Uh, this month, as usual, a lot of shipping changes. Um, Frank Thorne's Gita and Erotic Treasury Archival Edition has, the date has been moved to December 27th, and I know that's always the date of the end of the year for us, but uh, it turns out that Diamond has now, as of last week, moved the, you know, to-be-determined date to June 27th, 2018. So December 27th, 2017 is actually a hard, a real date, and um, the uh, Hermes uh, did a video on YouTube showing the book and saying that it would be in the end of December. So I'm thinking that's that may actually happen. Gene Colan's The Tomb of Dracula Artist Edition, that's sh- that slipped uh, to January 3rd, 2018. Walter Simonson's Battlestar Galactic Art Edition, that moved to January 24th, 2018. The Best of Amparella Magazine Art Edition, you know, the book that will not release. It's getting, uh, it was uh, a date of January 24th, 2018. I'm sorry, I just February 21st, 2018. Uh, we had a um, Will Eisner's a contract with God Curious Collection has already moved from its uh, I think it was a March date to May 2nd, 2018. And uh, we had two solicitations this month that are added to the uh, list, and those are we will discuss coming up soon. If we move to sales numbers, um, there were no sales numbers for October 2017 because no Artist Edition format book shipped in October. Uh, the with let's let's put a caveat on that. P. Craig Russell's Jungle Book and Other Stories Fine Art Edition was a Kickstarter. It did start to get mailed at the end of October. Uh, I did receive mine at the end of October, but uh, I think I mentioned before I got mine shipped my to a post box I share with a friend in the United States. I'm in Canada. So I did drive over, pick it up, bring it back. So, But I'm going to put it in with November's books because I think for the 
bulk of it, most people are receiving that in November. I, uh, as usual, I have some sort of cough or cold. So excuse me if I end up uh, coughing or sniffling again. All right, no sales for October. So then we do have out-of-print sales, though, which is always nice. Um, this list is ever-growing, it seems. I'll be adding some to this uh, next month as well. But let's take a look. You know, a, a lot of things had some sales this month. Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition, two sales, average of thirty-two forty-eight. Again, you know, it's on the low end. That's just how it is. Dave Stevens, The Rocketeer Artist Edition, one copy sold for $100. That is crazy. First print. Good deal. David Mazzicelli's Journal of Born Again Arts Edition, three copies sold for an average of 200. Now there's um, there's a good return for uh, those books for whoever purchased those. Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, the world's greatest artist edition. That's that uh, oversized 15 by 22. Uh, three copies sold for an average of 134.99. So that's uh, that's below cost. So that's a good deal going there. John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Arts Edition, two copies sold for an average of 98.45. Wow. Again, below cost on that. Nice. Marvel Covers Artist Edition first print. Three copies sold for an average of $83.84. Bargains to be had all around this month. Two copies of Mike McNola's Hellboy in Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition first print for an average of $88. Again, below cost. Nice deals. Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wander Artist Edition. Two copies sold for an average of $63.95. Bargain, bargain, bargain. Two copies sold of Spawn Vault Edition for an average of one ten seventy nine. That's uh, another great price, man. These are really good deals. Everything seems to be below cost, except for uh, that uh, Dave Mazzicelli Dragon Born Again. Um, Stranko Nick Fury Agent of Shield Artist Edition first print four copies sold, average of ninety nine thirty. Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition first print one sold one twenty four ninety nine. And to wrap it up, Alien the Illustrated Story, the original art edition, one copy sold, $87. So two books sold on eBay for over cover price last month. Everything else was under. That is awesome. Um, for those uh, trying to pick up these back issues that are out of print. So keep going there. Two books solicited this month uh, in the December previews for a February shipping date. One in previews, one a another Kickstarter. Let's talk about the previews one first. Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition. Here's the blurb. Jim Starlin was one of the driving creative forces of Marvel in the 1970s and 80s. He turned on war. His turns on Warlock, Captain Marvel, and others have laid the groundwork for much of the Marvel universe for decades. This artifact edition will include beautiful pages that have been scanned from the original art. We've been fortunate enough to track down many key and important pages. This is definitely a book any Jim Starlin fan will want in their library. Featuring art from the first appearances of Thanos and Drax the Destroyer, both created by Starlin. Releasing just before Avengers Infinity War, which is named after and features ideas from Starlin's storylines. Initial release date is announced of April 25th, 2018. 12 by 17, 144 pages. So that's the mysterious IDW default page count. So we don't really know how many pages it'll be. Uh, 125 US, that's the standard going price for that page count and that size from IDW. And there's links online if you want to order that from Things From Another World and support the site. Second solicitation, P. Craig Russell's Salome and Other Stories Fine Art Edition. 
This beautiful 12 by 17 inch oversized hardcover features complete stories scanned from P. Craig Russell's stunning original art. While appearing to be in black and white, each page has been scanned and colored to recreate as closely as possible the experience of viewing the actual original art, including blue pencils, notes, art corrections, and more. Pages are reproduced at original size on heavy paper stock to provide fans, aficionados, and collectors with the best possible reproductions. This book includes the following complete stories. Salome, 32 pages. The Clowns, Pagliacci, 34 pages. Uh, Cavalleria Rusticana, The Godfather's Code, 33 pages. In addition to these stories, this special fine art edition includes artist notes with background info on each story, as well as a bonus gallery with additional art and preliminary drawings that relate to the complete stories. This has been solicited with a September 2018 date. So that's uh, Wayne Allen Arnold. Harold has given himself uh, quite a lead up to this book. Uh, it's 12 by 17, 120 pages, $100, and it's on Kickstarter, and that Kickstarter ends today. From previous experience, I'd say it will be available for the websites once published, but you never know. So, that's the solicitation. We talked about the sales. Let's get into the five books that are that have been released and reviewed this month. So we got first book. We'll go by date of however, when I reviewed. P. Craig Russell's Jungle Book and Other Stories Fine Art Edition. So talking about Salome there. This was the first book, and it was solicited in the spring for an October release. Let me read you the blurb of this book. This beautiful 12 by 17 inch oversized hardcover features complete story scanned from P. Craig Russell's stunning original art. While appearing to be in black and white, each page has been scanned in color to recreate as closely as possible the experience of viewing the actual original art, including blue pencils, notes, art corrections, and more. Pages are reproduced at original size on heavy paper stock to provide fans, aficionados, and collectors of the best possible reproductions. If that sounds familiar, that's because they use the exact same on the Salome that I just read. This 148-page fine art edition includes the following complete Jungle Book stories. The King's Ancus, 28 pages. Red Dog, 32 pages. Spring Running, 27 pages. The other stories included are three of P. Craig Russell's most acclaimed early works. Siegfried and the Dragon, 9 pages. La Sonambula and the City of Sleep, 11 pages. Breakdown on the Starship Remembrance, 23 pages. In addition to the complete stories, the special fine art edition includes artist notes with background info in each stories, as well as a bonus gallery featuring a, even more Jungle Book-related Russell art and covers. So, that page count was accurate. As was everything else, it came... Uh, I mean, uh, actually, let me have a look and see how it came. Because I've got to refer to my notes here. Uh, it was not shrink-wrapped, but it came in a cardboard box with the central, uh, with it closing the center, sort of the way diamond and graffiti, I'm not, sorry, not diamond. Graffiti Designs and Dark Horse have their boxes. I know IDW opens more like a book, as does uh, Dynamite. But uh, this is a central. No shrink wrap. I was also surprised to see there's no ISBN number with the book. Somebody mentioned uh, on uh, to me in an email that there's a cost involved, and I understand that, but you can also buy, I think you can buy 10 ISBNs for 200 bucks. Somewhere around there. So, I mean, if you're publishing a book, it probably makes sense. I don't know if you can even get in that. Then you can't register with the Library of Congress, and you want to sell them on um, on Amazon or some other online retailer other than your own. I think you need an ISBN. Anyway, uh, the book was designed by uh, Russell and uh, Harold, Wayne Allen Harold. 
uh, one printing. Uh, the print run was 500, I believe. And uh, this is a great book. Scans are nice. There are some um, spots where you lose a bit. There's a bit of uh, softness, mostly at the bottom of the first stories. I don't know if that was uh, just getting used to scanning or just having the page not flat on the scanner. But uh, yeah, this early Russell work, you know, he the uh, the shading. I think Zipatone, the blacks. It's really nice. Uh, they're all Jungle Book stories. I mean, so if you don't like Kipling and if you don't like the Jungle Book, you're going to be surprised with this. But the art is really nice. Comes through beautifully. And the package is good. Um, the art's full. The, basically, the the art's full size. They left a little bit of white border on either side of the pages. And you get... Uh, Russell does have an introductory page at the beginning of each story, giving you a little background, which is a nice feature. So you can get a little bit of uh, history on that and then you get the story so that that's with the first three that's with the full uh, stories and while the scans are quite clear um, a lot of the art is pretty dark I know Russell donated his art to the uh, Billy Island Cartoon Library at Ohio State University and uh, I don't know how we kept it before where it was I assume it was just stored at home but uh yeah, pages are, uh, they vary in uh, color. Pretty dark, the first, uh, a lot of the early pages of the Jungle Book stories. But then when you get into the, uh, I mean, I believe the latter stories are older than that, and they look a little bit better. So I guess it's just as far as storage goes. Um, the design and the layouts um, for things like Breakdown on the Starship Remembrance are really nice. And to see it in this format, uh, it really shines. Uh, it's interesting to see how uh, Russell uh, cut and pasted title pages together or how the art was assembled. Uh, there's uh, There are corrections, some, but not a lot of notes on the pages. And uh, overall, a really nice package. And uh, that is still available. You can, there's a link on the review. It's from Wayne uh, Allen Harold Productions. That's who handles all of Russell's... Uh, books and sales and uh, you can order directly from the web from his website for 125 so that's well worth checking out the next book that came out was a book of ballads the original art edition let me give you the blurb here 22 years ago superstar artist charles vest teamed up with an all-star ensemble of groundbreaking and award-winning writers including neil gaiman jane yolen sharon crumb and jeff smith to produce the book of ballads which re-imaged the great English, Irish, and Scottish folktales in sequential art. The September Titan Comics will produce a special oversized hardcover art edition presenting Charles Vess's original work in a glorious 10 by 15 dimension so fans can enjoy the legendary collection from a modern master in an all-new way. In addition to this oversized page treatment, Charles Vess's original thumbnails and story notes are also included in this unique and unmissable art edition. From Neil Gaiman's retelling of The False Knight on the Road to Jeff Smith's The Galty Farmer and Jane Yolen's King Henry, Charles Vess's The Book of Ballads brought new visions of the classic folktales from the brightest New York Times bestsellers, award winners, and masters of science fiction fantasy together with stunning art from Charles Vess. With this new The Book of Ballads art edition, get ready to experience the stories anew. So that was released from Titan Comics on November 1st. 10 by 15 inches, 160 pages, 75 US. Um, really, really great book. 
10 by 15 size was uh, it was odd. It feels very small in your hand uh, compared to the other Earth editions, but apparently that was the size that Vess works at mostly. Um, you get a nice uh, introduction from Vess, he, uh, um, and then you go story by story. Um, you know, the Vess changed up techniques, even, you know, um, within the story. Uh, the art is stunning. It really is. The uh, King Henry story is my favorite. It really, really nice. Actually, they're all great. Uh, a lot of pencil work, a lot of cross-hatching, a lot of inking, um, different mediums applied to the pages. Just gorgeous. Charles Vess's art is really, really nice. And you can see just how gorgeous it is here. Um, not all the stories are sequential art. There are a few with... Uh, I'm trying to think of the one here um, where it's uh, basically illustrated boards of a poem. And I found those to be a little bit blurry. I don't know if it was just how it was done or how the scans were provided. Uh, most of the scans are, are quite clean. Uh, but those uh, those pages with the uh, paste. Uh, so Vess illustrates the, the, the page, leaves most of the page where it looks like he's pasted in the poem. And, uh, yeah, it's, those pages are a bit blurry. But what are you going to do? It seems uh, very difficult to produce a book without any blur at all. It depends if you're getting the material from disparate sources, um, if you're doing it all yourself, right? That seems to be the, the criteria. If you're experienced, if you're warming up your scanner, if you're being very careful with each scan, then you'll get quality scans. Um... Again, a really good value for $75. Uh, after this book was released and solicited, and I think we talked about this, but uh, they did announce a signed version. Uh, Vess posted a picture of the tip-in plate on his Facebook page. So it's, it was an extra 25 bucks. but I had already committed to my local comic shop to buy this for 75 So I didn't want, they're stuck with it. I can't cancel the order and buy the signed version. $25, I mean, that's a, that's a third extra for a signature, and that sort of goes against my whole principle of, um, buying signed editions. I like the just the normal format edition, normal cover. Uh, the stories are awesome, but then the extras. Uh, there's a, you know they they collect six thumbnails to a page. They collect six script pages to a page. Um, there's covers. Uh, there is a it closes out with a one page bio covering everybody, so it's very short bios, but it's still part of the package. I think Titan did a really good job with this. Um, you know, like above and beyond what we normally see. Sort of the same as the Alien uh, package from all those years ago. This is another one definitely to add to your collection. All right. Book number three. Bernie Wrightson Artifact Edition. Released November 1st. 12 by 17, 152 pages, 125 U.S. Here's the blurb. The Bernie Wrights and Artifact Edition collects some of the best work from the artist's DC's comics years. Covers, splashes, and interior pages, as well as some rare and never-before-seen art. Included are many covers, including House of Secrets 92, the first appearance of Swamp Thing, and Swamp Thing number one, all scanned from the actual original art. Measuring 12 by 17 inches and containing three foldouts, this is the ultimate book to date on legendary artist Bernie Wrights. So after me saying, you know, I like to buy the non-signed edition uh, regular cover, this book was solicited with two standard covers. So you had cover A, cover B. Uh, in the review, I'm showing cover A like I always do. But then when I show you the box shot, you can see cover two of the sticker. 
as mentioned, there's three foldouts. So that means you're actually getting six giant pieces of artwork. And they are nice, man. Great stuff. Now, there, I mean, it is an artifact edition, so don't expect any complete stories. There is one. Actually, I think there's two complete stories. House of Mystery 181, The Siren of Satan, and Molded and Evil from Plop, number five. Other than that, a whole lot of Swamp Thing pages. Right from Swamp Thing number one to six, I'm sorry, nine, and then House of Mystery pages, House of Secrets, um, Unexpected, Witching Hour, Spectre. So uh, there's a couple pages with Batman, you know, Detective Comics, Unpublished Splash, um, an unused page from The Cult, Batman The Cult, sorry. So, I mean, this really feels like, I mean, half the book's Swamp Thing. And um, I don't really care for Swamp Thing. I didn't buy the book for the Swamp Thing stuff. I like the other stuff. I like the uh, the House of Mysteries, a lot of House of Mysteries splashes. Those are great. And then the interior pages. I like the the horror stuff. Just not a big Swamp Thing fan. Pages are nice. I believe Dumbier did all the scanning himself. I didn't see any issues with any of the scanning. Pages are from everywhere, all kinds of sources, and uh, they have aged at varying degrees of, uh, you know, off-white to uh, brown. Uh, it's nice, some of the inclusions in the book, things you wouldn't normally expect. Uh, pencil breakdowns opposite the finished pages, that's a nice touch. Um, of course, the highlight of the book for me, as I said, the House of Secret splashes are awesome. But there is an ad page for the shadow that just oh, just blows me away. It's a really nice page, and it's it's interesting to see because it's Wrightson, but not in a. I wouldn't say it's like you can see it's Wrightson did it, but he's almost doing it in a style outside of his own. I don't know if it was a, just during a formative period or he was trying to look like somebody else. Of course, we know Cluda did the first few issues of the Shadow, and then I think Frank Springer finished off the DC series. But it's pretty great. Um, the foldouts are awesome. Really, there's a there's one from the Superman anniversary issue that's just giant. Uh, I included a couple in the review. I didn't want to put too many, but uh, yeah, treat yourself to those. There's a uh, Swamp Thing Saga cover, another Swamp Thing Saga cover, so, uh, Secrets of Haunted House five cover, uh, Batman color illustration. And then that's Superman 400 pinup. Those are the pullouts, foldouts, sorry. And you can see that on the review. As always, go online, check it out, uh, get yourself a good idea of what's included in the book. Uh, there's really nice that there's extra features added. There's a Cluda two-page uh, introduction, and uh, honestly, I read it and I just I I wasn't sure what was going on. There's a lot of words, but uh, I'm not sure there's a lot of substance to it. I did like the uh, afterward from Kelly Jones. And the book has a one-page bio of Wrightson to finish it off. Uh, designed by uh, Randall Dalk, as always. Does, the, you know, the bulk of these uh, artist editions, probably 90% of them. really like he's a lot of uh, hard angles and geometry in this design. It's quite nice. And I like the use of the colors. Uh, a great book. Um, a lot of rights and fans. I think this one is already low stock and moving towards sold out at Diamond. So you may want to grab a copy of that if you're interested. Book number four. 
for November. Fantagraphic Studio Edition, Jaime Hernandez. Let me give you the blurb. This Fantagraphic Studio Edition illuminates Jaime's distinctive artistic process. Collecting here is nearly 200 pages of raw, unretouched original art comprising complete stories selected from among his most critically claimed, including Chester Square in the Valley of the Polar Bears and Wigwam Bam. The -the state-of-the-art reproduction captures every nuance of the artist's virtuosic pen lines. This is truly the closest one can get to sitting next to the artist as he draws and watching the comics pages take shape. Studio Edition also features a new interview with Hernandez conducted by Fantagraphics publisher Gary Groth that explores the artist's inspiration and the formal elements of his craft, plus over 30 pages of never-before-published material in various stages of completion that reveal the lively, penciled underdrawing behind each gorgeously inked panel. Uh, This was released on November 8th. 13.5 by 17.5 inches, 194 pages, $150 US. This comes in two boxes, sort of like the Prince Valiant. You get a really nice illustrated uh, box for the book, and then you get an exterior box, shipping box, that has ISBN price, that kind of thing. Um, this book is just gorgeous. It is so well put together, so well designed, so well executed. It is, uh, yeah, it is gorgeous. It's possibly my favorite design for an artist edition format book. And that is, this was designed by uh, Jacob Covey, Covey, uh, who is the, uh, art director for Fantagraphics. And just it just oozes quality. You open it up and you look at it, and you think so. The cloth cover with a pasted uh, image, the uh, the Jaime signature across the front is uh, like a bronze medal, and it's also on the side. Glossy pages. Um, each page is surrounded by a black border, and uh, that black just pops the art so much. Uh, I know some people may say, well, it's the gloss that makes the art pop. I don't, I'm not sure that's accurate. And I feel that is the one misstep of this book. I don't think it needed to be glossy. I think we could have gone with matte with the same design and just as, as been, you know, as wowed as we are by the, uh, by the way this book was put together. I mean, the, the scans are gorgeous. No issues whatsoever. Every scan, crystal clear. Um, stories vary. Uh, it sort of covers stories from 86 to 94. Um, great reads. Uh, there is, uh, you know, I'm surprised how much, uh, how many corrections or white out that uh, Jaime used in his books, in these stories. Uh, mostly to fix characters. I mean, he likes, and they're black and white, right? They, they're printed in black and white, so he's just correcting the, the black lines. Uh, pretty great. Uh, the, if you check out the review pictures, I mean, there is there's some flash some light issues because of the gloss and the art has just um, I do think the borders are kind of big uh, 11 by 14 is I think the size that uh, Hernandez works at and so then you got some big borders you got like a one and a half inches on the sides and you got like two and something inches in the bottom uh, the pages do have the page number and the name of the story along the bottom of each page that's awesome and then you get outtakes which are uh, Pages in various forms of completion and some covers and uh, some rejected items. And uh, to start that off, you got notes from the artist. So that's nice. 
Uh, unfortunately, the notes list page numbers, and a lot of these outtakes uh, don't have pages, I guess, because of the size of the art. So um, we do, I, I guess this size was chosen to accommodate some of the larger outtakes, but that does seem like an odd choice um, for those big black borders. Um, yeah, this is just a gorgeous book. And I mean, if, if you're a fan of the uh, graphics medium, uh, you should really pick this up. It's, I've seen it at quite a few discounts uh, online. It's sold uh, Amazon, as usual, with Fantagraphics books. You can also get it at Things From Another World if you choose. Very, very nice book. Much in line with, uh, I'd say, the production values that Tashin uses for their giant, uh, gorgeous art books. Well worth the purchase. Now our fifth review this month. P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition. So the second P. Craig Russell book. Uh, this is actually the third in total. No, is this the fourth total book to feature large sections of Russell? We've had the uh, we've had the uh, Murder Mysteries one from Dark Horse. We had the Sandman one that I mean half of the book was uh, was a Russell story. Then we had the Jungle Book this month or reviewed in this month, and now this uh, Strange Dreams. Here's the blurb. This gorgeous 12 by 17 inch artist edition features two classic stories by master artist P. Craig Russell. The first is the final Kill Raven collaboration between Russell and McGregor in Marvel graphic novel number seven, followed by Russell's Doctor Strange, What Is It That Disturbs You, Stephen? Both stories are complete and standalone adventures and delicately delineated in Russell's lovely illustrative style. Rounding out this artist edition will be a gallery section with earlier examples of Russell's Kill Raven and Doctor Strange works. 140 pages, 12 by 17, $125, released November 15th. This is actually, I think, the lightest page count we've seen in a while from IDW. Uh, another design by Randall Dalk. Uh, really nice, again, I, my, this this month's designs by Dalk are really impressive. Like, very hard uh, black and almost blood red color, maybe a burgundy on a lot of the pages, but then uh, this nice use of green that's tied in from the cover. You get those color covers, you know, brought, brought through the book again. I enjoyed the indices page and the, uh, the sort of about pages uh, before the material. Very nice. Um, so you got an, you know, you got, you got a, you got an age gap in these stories. When you, you read the Kill Raven story, you can see uh, Russell's style coming. You know, I, you know, if you think of Russell's style as what it is today, or even the last 20 years, you can see there's pieces of it in the Kill Raven story, but then also um, part of that development. Uh, the scans are mostly great. Uh, I found a little bit of softness one or two places, but nothing detracting at all. Um, nice blacks. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, the some of the pages of Kill Raven, there's the... It really pops, and you think, oh, yeah, that's P. Craig Russell for sure. And others, you're not quite sure. There's just the, the way the figures are drawn, some of the faces. It's early, you know, it's early Russell. And then you move on to uh, what is it that disturbs you, Stephen? And you get a Doctor Strange story that is quite uh, popping from 96. And uh, hey, this is more the Russell style that we know. And... Uh, he faces a villain, and uh, it's funny because I think the villain is drawn the best in this story. I'm, I'm, her name's Electra, not to be the Electra that we think of from Daredevil. 
and the way he draws her facial expressions and her face and just the scene she appears in it's just it's really really nice um as well the uh, a lot of the pages not a lot of pages but there's quite a few instances where Russell's has pencils in the story. Now, I, I have not read this story uh, in its complete printed form, so I'm not sure how these pencil pages were shown and why some of these he kept in pencil and not did not complete in ink. But uh, very nice. You know, those Russell's pencils are so detailed. And it's nice to see uh, in a book like this. When you come to extras... A lot of early Russell stuff. So you got Amazing Adventures, the pages from there. So again, some Kill Raven pinups. Uh, there's a fanzine cover that he drew of Doctor Strange, and there's a portfolio plate. Um, it's all oof, man. It's early, early Russell. Where he, this is you just this is not the Russell that you think of when you think of the style. Uh, it's nice to see. It's great to be part of. It's in a collection. It's just a gallery of extras. It's not anything that someone's buying the book for. And it's always nice to see how an artist develops. Uh, the book does close out with a one-page bio, as always, on Russell. Um, five reviews this month. You know, when it rains, it pours. Um, and then, of course, that sixth book released. So it's, uh, and then, you know, it's funny. When you look, we think of all these books released in November. And then um, I'll do the year-end wrap-up next month because it'll be December. But, I mean... At this point, maybe we'll see two books in December. There's that Thicker Than Blood collected artwork edition, which is a Kickstarter, which I backed. It's It was solicited in Diamond with a December 20th date. There's been no updates on the Kickstarter, so I really don't know when it's shipping, what's happening. I'd expect it. They must have it in their hands, you know, to be able to put it into a Diamond pretty soon. So I'm hoping we will get that, and I'm really hoping for that Frank Thorne's Gita. Uh, that's it for me this month. Uh, we babbled on quite a bit here um, you can find the artist edition index at aeindex.org and I'm also on Facebook and Twitter um, please support the site um, I don't have a Patreon or anything yet I'm still debating it but uh, I have affiliate links on the website on aeindex.org on my previous pages on my reviews on my previews I always have a link either for Amazon or things from another world so if you'd like to support the site and you were going to buy the book anyways, please use one of my links, and it gives me a few dollars to carry on. Uh, to this point, I've never been offered uh, a book from any of the publishers for review, so I have bought all of them myself. Uh, I do it because I like it. I do it because I like the format. I do it because uh, nobody else is doing it. So thank you for joining us on this podcast, and see you again next month. <laughs>